You guys already know what it is, man. And we are fresh. We are fresh off of Oscar winning weekend. I was there live. You guys already know I had front row of seeing it all happen, unfold. I'm just playing with y'all, man. Ladies and gents, it is yours truly. To your favorite podcast back in the house, everybody know, put your hands up. Hey, hey, put your hands up. It's yours truly, Mr. Fun with Deli Jones, here on the Basement Friday podcast. Always beside me is the one and only, the dangerous man himself. He needs no introduction. I'm going to let him go ahead and introduce, introduce himself to the world as he always enlighten us with the weekly ghetto gospel my brother it's all you it's your boy aaron fornicetti and don't be fooled even though it is april fools we are really here each and every friday bringing you the podcast and the burgers in the back if you can't tell Make sure you check us out on all streaming services and also YouTube. We can see the burger in the background. I'm a dude. He's a dude. She's a dude. We all dudes. Hey, wait. I remember that video, Mondo Burger. Wasn't it Mondo Burger? Home of the big blue birds. (laughs) (laughs) Home of the big blue birds. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. So let's get into our five minute rant. What you got for us? Oh, man, I'm not even going to lie to you, man. Um, I've just been working. I mean, five minutes on, I'm just, I've just been working, man. I've just been really, really been on the grind and sitting back and, you know, working on it, working on so many uh, series and working on so many, uh, um, like, just, I don't know, just the TikToks and YouTubes and it's, it's doing all that, man, and. Yeah, it's it's been a it's been a grind, it's been a struggle, but uh we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there, ladies, because the goal this year, the goal is definitely, man, we definitely gonna, you know, man, we 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 gonna take off. We're gonna take off, ladies. We're gonna speed that into existence, man. Like a makeup. I want, I want everybody to say I want everybody to listen to me right now when I say this, all right? I don't care what it is. This year I don't have no excuses. I I don't have no excuses. You want to start a YouTube channel, you want to pop off on TikTok, whatever the case may be, we doing it this year. And our numbers going up, and we're going to get one of the plaques that everybody be be holding up all the time. We're going to get one of them. It's going to go right there at at the basement Friday headquarters. It's going to sit right there on the window, too. (laughs) Right there, just beautiful. But nah, though, man, it's just it's this has really been a grind, though, man. I mean, I ain't really been doing too much crazy recently, but um, you know, after I go off the air tonight, you know, I'm out to take my talents downtown to DC because you know my sister having a dinner because her birthday was yesterday, so my, birthdays, my, you know, take my talents to her, and, you know, go celebrate with her, do that thing there. So this is the time of year for most of the time with my family because everybody' birthday is so close. You know, like my little cousin's birthday on the 30th, my sister's birthday on the 31st, my grandfather passed away, you know, his birthday today on the first, and my grand my grandma's birthday on, on the second. So, you know what I'm saying? It got a lot of birthdays. Got a lot of birthdays, you know. Every season, we in full effect. Shout out to my Aries, though. Shout out to you. Man, I ain't got nothing. I'm just ready for WrestleMania weekend. 
you know, it is WrestleMania week, so that's what we're tuning in for to see what's going on on the grandest stage of them all. But other than, you know, we got uh, we got pretty packed weekend, lots of wrestling. Hey, the granddaddy of them all. Granddaddy of them all, that's it. <laughs> That's, that was always their word, the granddaddy and the uncle. Man, shout, shout out Vince McMahon, though. I mean, I can't lie to you, man. Like, I know you keep up with wrestling. I, I, I haven't kept up with wrestling. I don't know how long, man. I, I started I stopped watching wrestling years ago. I'm talking about two. Last time I watched wrestling was probably in 2007. And <laughs> you missed that hell of a lot, bro. <laughs> I. It, it, it stopped. It stopped. It stopped catching my my attention after that. Like once it started getting on reality and PG and stuff again, I, I had to let it go. I, I this man I, said, "Y'all wasn't giving no chair shots." I'm out. You know what I'm yeah, man. I couldn't. I couldn't do it because you know I. We grew up. We grew up watching wrestling, man. Wrestling was bloody. Ruddy, wrestling was like gritty. You know what I'm saying? It that's that's how it was. So when y'all said, "Oh, we're going to switch to family friendly content." I think you lost me after that. That's why, I me mean, personally, I probably couldn't watch wrestling in the '80s because wrestling in the '80s looked like it was just so cheesy. It was like it was so cheesy, like it's just like everybody was just these cartoon superhero type of characters, you know, like the Hulk Hogan and stuff like that. It's just where's the edge at? That's why I like Stone Cold. Like, hey, what what wrestler you know pull him to the job drinking a Speedwagon, drinking beer on the job? Like, who does this? But like, it, it's and and I guess even with like even with like John Cena too, like John Cena became too cheesy for me. Once he once they push him to be like the da, 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 character, I said nah. I said nah. I like when he just he used to go out there with the spinning belt and all that. But once they start pushing him to the hey, I want you to be this clean cut friendly guy, I'm like nah. I said don't work for me. It, it don't. It don't work for me over here. Yeah, that's true. But you know. Hey, look, they got fans for everybody. And I tell you, it was cartoonish. It was cartoonish. But we're going to get into the episode. And we're going to start talking about where everybody talked about, you know, slap hard around the world. For me, I, I just go first because I don't really have that much to say. I I just look at what's going on. And, you know, you got people, you got actors, you know, who acting and then another actor, one best actor, and everybody's just like, oh, this is so real. But I digress. What you got to say about it? A couple of things. Um, ooh, I, I, I'm hate to be the bad guy on this. Will Smith was in the wrong. I know a lot of people on social media was like, oh, Will. Like Will was he? How did he look bad? I'm like, no. Let me go. Ahead, let me go ahead and explain this to y'all in the simplest term possible. Chris Rock is a comedian. Did Chris Rock take a shot at Jada? Yes. Was the joke that bad? No. So and it's so crazy how Will Smith was laughing at the joke, and then he turned and looked at Jada and realized Jada wasn't laughing. True. So he took it upon himself to go there and smack Chris Rock 
in on live TV in front of everybody. Really? Now, there was an angle I recently just seen. The part when Chris when Chris Rock was like, "Oh, Will Smith just smacked me." He he just smacked me. It showed that Jada Pickett was actually laughing during that. She was laughing. So when so basically like when Will Smith was walking back to his seat before he started going at him, Jada Pickett was laughing because Chris Rock was like, "Oh, oh, Will Smith just smacked me." So, and I've seen a lot of people pretty much give their take on it. I've seen a lot of people. And the only thing that I will personally say is a lot of people, a lot of people will say like, oh, ladies, I'm going to go out the y'all first. Ladies, I'm going out there. I hate to do this. Y'all been, ever since this, ever since this, ever since this, this Oscar thing, y'all been getting real disrespectful online talking about something. And my man ain't out here smacking people like Will Smith. I don't want him. Y'all gonna get locked in. Y'all gonna get into a whole lot of old cases if he's just gonna be walking around smacking people. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just be already real with you. I'm be already real with you. But this should have been a situation where Will Smith should have went backstage to talk to Chris and say, "Look, the joke was out of line." That's it. That would have solved that problem right then and there. But the fact, the fact that the matter is that you blatantly smacked this man in the face on national TV. It already, it, it already looks bad right there. You know what I'm saying? And then the fact of the matter is that you still, you still was able to get up. After you did all that, you still was able to get up and get your award and give a speech and get a standing ovation. After you pretty much messed up the night, you still was able to get give your speech. How is that even possible? I have no clue. And then some of the, and before I before I let you go ahead and jump in, some of these some of these other actors, y'all just being a little over dramatic. First of all, Amy Schuler told my son, I'm just tra- I'm traumatized with what happened. All it was was somebody got smacked on national TV. You act like he had a gun. You know what I'm saying? You act like he fell off the stage and and, and hurt himself. No. All he did was smack the man on TV. Is it bad? Of course. But don't be like, I wouldn't be like, oh, man, I'm I'm traumatized. No, I'm just be like, damn, he's really smacking this man on national TV. But Will, Will was in the wrong. I mean, he apologized. I don't think the apology. I mean, we all make mistakes. I don't think that's a mistake that you can make and apologize for. Because, But he apologized. I, it is what it is. He still was in the wrong. That's I'm I'm gonna leave I'm gonna leave it right I'm gonna leave it right there. That's that's what I'm gonna say. Yeah, only thing I have to say more is congratulations to Will for getting his first Oscar, and also congratulations to Samuel L. Jackson who got his first Oscar. So, you know, all the movies dealing with snakes on the plane, he finally got the big one. So shout out to them. Well, definitely. But what we're going to get into is, man, Triple H retired, you know, fairly recently. And for a lot of people, it was sort of, you know, bittersweet. You know, he's been one of the catalysts of the Era 2 era, one of the guys who got us in trouble, <laughs> spitting out water, you know, doing a cross chop with DX. You know, he got water, hey, you know, might need to. 
you know. I can't, I can't do it. I ain't, gonna, I, ain't, I ain't about to try. I can't do it. You might need to look at your watch and figure out, is it time to play the game? I, I'm going to grab my controller. I, I can definitely grab my controller and just beep. I'm like, it's time, it's time to play the game. <laughs> hey, man. But, you know, as far as Triple H, he had a great career. He actually retired uh, 30 years, right? 30 years, like the day after it would have been his 30. It was March 25th. So 30 years ago, he started his wrestler journey. But as far as Triple H is a wrestler, you know, what's your opinions on a retirement? First things first, um, Triple H and Undertaker are my two favorite wrestlers of all time. Straight like that. Um, the only thing I would definitely say about Triple H that a lot of people give him flock for, a lot of people say like he bought his way to the top. I think that's where a lot of a lot of his career has been stained because they think like, oh, he pulled his way to the top. Oh, he married into the family. So he he had the easy road in. Not gonna lie, he probably did. He probably did. He probably bought some of them, you know, some of the championships, like, hey, I want to be champion in the guy's championship belt. So I mean, but again, greatest heel. All time, let's be real, greatest heel of all time. I mean, this is the only dude that can play a good guy and a bad guy at the same time. Like, DX was not good guys. They became good guys because they were bad guys. Like, they made it. They made it look. They made it look good. They made it look cool. He like he made it look cool. To to he made it look cool to be good to be bad, but it it came off as good. You know, and I know we just we just lost the late the the, the Greek Sky Hall, but you know you know that's that's the bad guy right there. But I don't know, I, like I don't know Triple A Triple A body work it just speaks for itself. Like this man has been doing it. Like he wait he had to wait his time though. He he had to wait his turn. He he got a shot. He did his thing though. You know, doing the attitude era. Let's be real. The Rock and Stone Cold, those were the two guys. So he had to, he had to wait his shot. Stone Cold went down. Like I said, this, this whole family thing, this whole marriage to the family, because the McMahon-Helmsley era, you pretty much bought your way to the top again. So I was like, I'm not knocking it. You know, man, you married the boss's daughter. And you can kind of see his role now. Which is he's basically Vince McMahon, basically. That's literally basically what he is. He's 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 the time to play the game, Vince McMahon. I'm his best for business because it's like it's like he literally took Vince McMahon's blueprint and applied it to his everyday. The McMahon Helmsley era, the authority, the same thing, same concept. But only thing I would say is, man. Congratulations to him. He did it. Job well done. Amazing career. Man, learned from the best. Battled the best. Had some slamming, some slamming matches. The only dude that can come back from an ACL injury and still kill it. You know what I'm saying? So it ain't too much more I can speak about that dude. But that's my man's right there, though. 100 grand, though, man. All I got to say is when Triple H is going to let me get a match, I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying I, I want a match, you know. You know, let me let me just do a house show. 
house show. I don't know. Nah, but you know, Triple H had a great career. If you look at it, you know, like you said. Uh, some people might put an asterisk beside his legacy because of the fact that he married Stephanie and the fact that, you know, he got the reign of terror, which happened from like 02 to 05, basically. But just taking a step back and putting those things aside, he really was passionate about the business. So that's one thing I can give him credit for. But as as far as retirement, 30 years, like looking at him early in his career and he was just trying to figure his way out, that's inspiring for a lot of up-and-coming wrestlers, you know, to try to, you know, find your groove and find your character. And once you find something that sticks, run with it. But I mean, and I mean because you're but when you look at wrestling, wrestling because it's so entertaining, um, you can definitely look at characters as they failed and they bombed. So of course, with Triple H, a lot of his characters, you can see as well. Because let's be real, before he became Triple H, he was Hunter Hunter Curse Helmsley, some little butler looking character who bowing at people. I was like, how long do you think that character was going to last? Like, as time, and the thing about Triple H, as time went on, you kind of see, he. That's why I kind of I kind of like him and the Undertaker because as time went on, they had to keep up and adapt their character as the time went on. Because if you just stayed one way, your character was going to get stale after a while. You know, like being being an early wrestler fan, I can't speak of wrestling now, but you look at a lot of people like like Stone Cold, for example. You know, look what he started off as. You know, he was a tag team dude, the Hollywood Blondes and stuff like. Then he came in as the ringmaster. He was like, that didn't work. Now he's now he beer drinking, Stone Cold Steve. Oh, he was he was an ECW. That didn't work. Then he came in. And now he he might he now he disrespectful beer drinking dude. It's like y'all try to change him to a bad guy, and that didn't work. But it's just like everybody like he his character was like one one dimension because it's like once the once the the attitude era was done it's kind of like where do you go with stone cold after this that's the same with the rock same thing it's like flashy cool all that good stuff but after the attitude era was done where do you go with the rock after this so like they had their time they always gonna be legends they was killing it in that time but Triple H is one of them dudes that knew how to be like, I'm going to be a heel. I'm going to be a bad guy. Then as a new generation come in, I'm going to be, I'm going to put a new group together and I'm going to be, I'm going to be another, I'm going to be, I'm going to be a good guy slash bad guy type of thing. Come on, bro. Like you had, you had Randy Orton, you had Batista. Then you had the legendary Ric Flair in your, in your corner as well. You went from DX to Evolution the past, present, and future. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, he knew how to adapt as time went on. And that's why you got, you always got, I always tell people, you have to adapt as time go on. Then he started, when he, he started getting into his corporate role, that's when you see him again. He started to adapt a more business model, a business side of it. So it is, that's why I definitely salute to him because of the fact, like, him, like him, even Undertaker, same way. These guys, they learn to adapt. This man went from being a dead man to 
being the prince of darkness to this man going to being a biker. Then he now he back to being a dead man again, but it's a new cooler version of it. So it's like it's stuff like that. You 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 always got to understand and see like wow. Yeah. This this man has they they know how to keep on going and keep on growing. Some some people's style is so one dimension that it's just like after this time period, it's over. Like you can look at you can kind of look at Triple H as like as like Jay-Z. Jay-Z came out in the 90s, but Jay-Z adapted as time went over. That's what kept Jay-Z so kind of relevant over the years because if he kept that I'm stuck in the 90s model, Jay-Z would have died when the sound changed. When the two when the south when the 2000s when the south took over, Jay-Z would have career would have been dead right there. When like ah his that flow don't work no more. So he he kept adapting. So that's what Triple A was doing. He kept adapting as the years go on. You know, the 90s, boom. Then you had the 2000 era, boom. Now you got this new reality era. Again, I don't watch wrestling. I earn no better than I do, but he he kept adapting. So that's why I kind of give I kind of give him props, and that's what keeping his career going so longevity. So definitely salute to that though. Yeah, definitely salute to Triple H. You know, hope he gets to rest. You know, with his kids, and you know, ease your body. You know, you've been on the road so many years. So back to work, <laughs> back to work. But we going we going to talk about the main event. We gonna talk about Black China, and not only are we gonna talk about Black China, I got the receipts. I got the receipts. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, I am about to share my screen, show you guys what we have right here. All right, so exhibit. Let's take a look at this. So, Black China was on Twitter. Talk about how she got no support. Tiger and Rob Kardashian replied, but let's break this down. Drama. Yesterday, I had to give up three of my cars. Not one, not two, but three. My reasons, morals, beliefs, being a single mother, no support. I'm a mama, single, no support, child support. <laughs> okay. So then Tiger replies, I pay 40K a year for my son's school, and he lives with me Monday through Saturday. Why would I pay child support? LOL. So we got the same thing. But Rob Kardashian says, I pay 37K a year for my daughter's school. I handle every single medical expense. I pay for all her extracurricular activities. I have my daughter from Tuesday to Saturday. Why would I pay child support? L-O-L. -L. So then you had uh, Tiger comment and Rob was like, what, you paying 3K on me? Where the plug at? So, what's your take on this? Because one thing uh, we can't deny, she is a mama. 
Let me go ahead. Let me go ahead and break this down for y'all right here, right now. Oh man, this is something that I've been saying for so long, and this right here has proved my point time and time again. It's not all ladies, but it's some ladies that be giving y'all a bad name. And and Black China, this right here, prime example is the example of what I'd be talking about. Because if you break, if we break this down, right? She's going on this rant saying, oh, wait, I have to, I have to give up, I give up three colors and because of my morals and my beliefs and because I'm being a single with no support. Stop all that crying and whining. We all know Black China. Black China has been on the scene for years. We all know Black China. We know how toxic Black China is. We know how much of a how much of a narcissist that Black China is. We know about Black China. Black China is not some angel that just fell from the sky and just be like, you know what? These guys are nothing. No, Black China, you been you literally try to finesse your way into the Kardashian family. You literally tried. You tried it and you failed. That's why you that's why you that's why you got knocked up by Rob because you was like, oh yeah, I'm about to finesse my way in it. You got something out of it. You got something out of it. I'll give you that. But you you didn't get in the family like you thought you were going to get. Now, let's go ahead and break down the rest of this stuff here. Ladies be always so quick to say how men ain't this and men is trash and men is this. And sometimes it's always be like, oh, women never do nothing. The fact that both of your child's father's Comment it under your post and say how much they pay, what they do, and and they literally have their kids full time, full custody. So that means you only get to see your kids once or twice a week. It's like the roles reverse. You are you are the parent on the weekends. Like all right, I'll see you next weekend. You're that parent. So with that being said, is Black China, you are the problem. Ladies, this is what I be talking about. How y'all be always trying to throw everything on the man's shoulder? No, Black China, you are the problem. They literally, black, you try to expose, you try to expose them to us. I got no support. You expose yourself. You expose yourself because they the ones that literally sat right there and said, what? No support. I paid this one and this. Why would I pay child support? They just expose you. So that just goes to show you. You are the problem. And you trying to get on them. Nah, you are the problem. And some ladies do that. They be the problem the entire time, but no. She try to go on social media and try to find sympathy and be like, oh, they not this and they not that. But then when they put you in, but when they put you on blast, now it's like, wait, you want to get your kids twice? You want to get your yeah, kids? Yeah, it's only twice. It's like one kid one week, one kid next week. I don't know how it works, but it just doesn't make sense. So with that being said, you doing all this crying and believe talking about, so I came up three in my cars. It's like, are you going broke? Are you struggling that bad? So you want, so I got to give up three of my cars. You act like you driving a 99, a 1999 Acura or something that's not worth anything. I'm sure you got Range Rovers and all these big fancy wild cars that you sell is going to be worth something. 
you making it seem like you out here driving, you pushing the buggy. <laughs> you pushing a 90, a 92 Volkswagen that's like, that is on the last leg. Come on now. I'm just, I'm just saying, man, Black China, you ain't fooling nobody. <laughs> you ain't fooling nobody. Come on now. I think she had a Ferrari and she had a Rolls Royce. I'm not sure about the third car, but she has enough money to where like she'd be all right. She'd be good. But as far as this whole situation, I'm just like, you played yourself. Congratulations. You played yourself because you made yourself sit up here and try to play the role where women by default are like not to blame for like when things go bad. It's like, girl, what he do? It's always those type of situations. So looking how you basically exposed yourself on the internet, kind of like made yourself look bad. Then you got other women who are like her, like, oh, girl, you wasn't supposed to say this out loud. It just show you how toxic it is. But I would tell guys out here, stop, stop just having sex with anything that walks, you know? Then you end up with a situation like this. Right. Right. All right, right. 100%. So, and it's like, <laughs> yo, I, I, when I read this post, I laughed. I just laughed. I just laughed because I'm just like, it's, it's these type of, it's these type of women out here. It's these type of women out here. For real. It's just, it's just these type of women who literally go out their way to try to try to make her dude look bad. And so these, and, and again, these are the type of ladies right here who will go on social media or who will go spread rumors about the dude and say he don't take care of his kids or he don't do this, this, and this, but they be the main reason. She'd be like, oh, you're not going to see your son or you're not going to see your daughter. But yet, she out here spreading misinformation saying, oh, he not, he not taking care of his kids. But you hitting this man phone up every other day talking about some, you need some money for your daughter. You need some money for your son. But you telling the world something different. You telling the world something different just so they can have, so they can see it from your perception versus the actual truth. Yeah. I'll tell you, I'll tell you like this, you know, we need regulation on behalf of men when it comes to this child support because it's called child support, not lifestyle support, Gosh. child support to take care of the child, to make sure the child goes to school, have the necessities, have the basics, have what they need. Not, oh, I'm going to give the child like 20% and then I'm going to go spend the rest of the 80% on vacation and do whatever on Instagram. And it is interesting. This is not related at all, but it's kind of like when you get married, right? And then like, like Anthony Anderson and his wife recently divorced. And it's like when you get married and then you divorce your husband and then you say irreconcilable differences. That's a, basically another way of saying, I'm going to take this man to the cleaners because it's no way... Unless you've been in a relationship, you know, that's a different story. But if you've been in a relationship for like five months, had a kid, and now all of a sudden, I need $200,000 a month. 
No, you do not. You need a job. That's what you need. It's it's sad because there's actually females out here like that who will just be like, I need, I I need, like you're gonna pay four hundred dollars a month. Why? That's why to this day I don't understand child support at all. I don't understand it because it's like, why? It's like, why do you want? Why do you want four hundred dollars a month? It's like you need that. You need that much. Half of that is not even going to the kid. Half of that is just going to you. It's like, am I paying you, or am I paying, or am I am I trying to take care of my kid, or I'm just paying you? It's like it'd be so. It'd be it'd be late. And again, and again, it's 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 one of these situations where. Ladies will put men on child support for the dumbest reasons too, hundred percent dumbest reasons. Oh, he got new. Oh, he got a new girl. He not with me. Child support. That doesn't have nothing to do with anything. He moved on past you. Yes, he's still taking care of his kid, but because he's not with you, child support. What? It's like what? It's like what? Child support. What? Like what? You know what we need. We need, uh, like I was talking about regulation. So it's like they fill out a form, right, mm -hmm. to show where the money went. And then any extra income that's laid over, give it back to, like, the man. Right. So it's like women talk about, oh, I need, like, $20,000 child support. If it costs, like, $3,000 to take care of the kid and the kid is taken care of completely, mm -hmm. give the rest of the money back to the man. But see, that's the thing, though. As good as that sounds, they don't. They ain't gonna try that. They ain't gonna be like, "Oh, they already taking care of whatever left goes back in your pocket." I wish uh, we wish as men that it was that simple. Just be like, "Hey, whatever, whatever is left over, I'll take." So if it's fifteen hundred left over, I'll take that fifteen hundred. Yeah. But no, for some reason they're gonna be like, "Nah, every dime goes to them," and it's like men can't win. In that type of that, they can't win in court, especially in child support. That men can't win. It's not built. It's not built for men to win a child support case. It's not built. It's not built for us. System is right. It is. It, it sucks. So it's like it when you look at people like black black China, black China. It is time for you to go get a job. If you grow, if you out here telling us, I got to sell two cars. I got to give away two cars. You make it seem like you are broke. First of all, Black China, are you not verified on Instagram? Are you not verified on Twitter? I mean, I don't know how to, I don't know how those checks work. I really do not. But I'm sure you're verified. You're verified. I'm sure if you start a YouTube channel, you'll, you'll get millions of views and millions of subscribers like that, so it's not. It's like I'm trying to figure out how you. Oh, it's almost like I have no support. It don't sound like they got no support. It's not like you. It's not like they. The kids are taking care of you. The one that's always trying to sit back talking about some. I I don't have no support. And see, ladies, this is what I say, and I say this with the utmost respect, but y'all take it how y'all want to. Get you some friends who are going to hold you accountable. Get you happening. some... Get that you ain't some, happening. 
Get you some, hold on, I know, I know. Get y'all some friends that's going to hold you accountable. And when you tell a story, I need you to tell the exact story. I need to tell your side of the story so your friends can look at you crazy and say, how did you mess that up? I want, like, ladies, we get you some friends going to hold you accountable. Stop getting these friends that's just hyping you up and gassing you up and then putting you in bad situations. No, get you some friends who really want to say, like, if you if you were to break up with somebody right now, they can literally look at you and be like, how you messed that relationship up? He did this, 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 and this, and you messed that up? Mm, you, mm, you crazy for that. Get you some friends like that. Because y'all keep getting these friends about some, oh, he ain't nothing, he ain't this, he ain't that. You need to do this, you need to do that. No, they putting y'all in bad situations. They putting you in bad situations. You need to get you some friends that's gonna, gonna hold you accountable. Aaron was over there talking about some dang crap. He's a dang. He's a dang. <laughs> I don't do this for man, I do this for myself. Yeah, all right. Okay. I, I'll tell you like this, right? It's it's like the Nas situation. I think like it was Destiny's mom, uh, mm. Destiny's mom, when he was with Khalees. He was paying all this money until Destiny turned 18. And then she was like, oh, like I ain't got no more money. I'm broke. Yeah, you should have been working. But I'm going to end it like this. I never heard of a working woman, a boss chick since all these girls want to be boss chick. I never heard of a boss chick getting child support. Never heard of it. Nope. Nope. Nah. Cause why? They they if if he don't want to be in the child's life, she like, that's fine. I got it. It's like, I got it. That's fine. The ones that be crying about child support. Be all the ones that just be like the ones that be trying to force maybe how can I how can I say this? I'm not saying you because yeah, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, fam, yes, take care of your kids. I, we we say that 100 percent But the ones that be begging for child support or be ones we so like, yeah, I mean them, them be the them be the most average basic checks. Them be the ones that be like, yep, I'm getting I'm getting 400 500 dollars a month on child support from him. Yeah. Trying to get the just, bag. You trying to make, bag. make his life. You trying to make his life a living hell for what? For what? Because he don't want to be with you no more. And that's what, and that's what like ladies ladies child support reasons be so petty because he don't want to be with you no more. Okay. He don't want to be with you no more, so that's why you're gonna put him on child support. Oh, I don't like his new girlfriend. Put him on child support. Yeah, you want to be happy with some new chick? Mm-hmm. Put them on child support. But then they look and be like, "Okay, are you working though?" I that's, that's why I can as a judge, I'm like, "So, are you working though?" Yeah, I work two days a week. I work like three days part time. You might want to get you some more. You might want to get you a better job if that's the case. <laughs> you. And, and take a picture on Instagram, don't count. Right. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. I just feel like ladies, get y'all, get y'all some better friends that's gonna give you some reasonable advice. That's number one. Number two, 
like Aaron said, and I agree 100%, you never heard of a ball chick going through the headache of paperwork, of trying to be like, you know what? Let me track him down. Let me give him this. Let me get, oh, he, I'm going to make him, I'm going to make, you can't make somebody do something. You can't make somebody do something. You can't. You can't. Like, yeah, that piece of paper, that piece of paper is, that piece of paper is like the only thing, but that's not going to make him come back to you. It's like basically, it's like basically now y'all only got to stay cordial because of that. And yet sometimes, sometimes it's men, sometimes and, and it goes both ways sometimes, but y'all really be, y'all really be petty over. And I'm like, the only reason why y'all still got to talk to each other is because of this one reason. That's the only reason why y'all got to talk to each other. Do you, you, do you really think y'all going to talk? If that wasn't there, no. Hell to the no. Y'all wouldn't have no words. And then when y'all talk, y'all barely have words as is. Y'all just be like, yeah, what time? Eight? All right. Y'all not sitting there having a conversation. Y'all just like, what time? Eight? All right. Cool. Boom. Y'all not having no conversation. That's what happens, you know, when you're out here slanging and getting it in like it's a recreational activity you gotta be careful who you sleep with you know 18 years is a long time and if you're out here messing around like that you gotta pay for it either way yeah. you gotta pay the piper and hey, that is true that is very true man but before we get up out of here before you finish this burger you got anything else you want to talk to people about nope I ain't got nothing to say. All I'm saying is Aries game. We out here. It's Aries season. You know what I'm saying? It's my this my season. It's my time out here. <laughs> but my time. <laughs> my time. Oh yeah. It's my time. <laughs> hey, my this, time. this man about to spit out water. It's my time. I already finished it. <laughs> uh uh. I already finished it. But hey, it's my time out here, man. But nah, man, like I said, it's it's a. Uh, it's, it's nothing but a grind process. And we're going to be out here grinding all 2022. We got so many projects in the works. We got so many things going on. And the work don't stop, the grind don't stop. Just It's just that simple, man. That's how I'm in this word out. Absolutely. Hey, like Rick Ross said, 222, she room 222. It's your boy, Aaron <laughs> Fornicetti. Hey, man. It's yours truly. Mr. Funkadelic Jones. And I'm going to eat it. Ah, we are out of here. Peace. Ah.